Wine Trady Podcast. I'm Jamie Usher. Welcome back. So in this episode, I was fortunate enough to chat with Katie Jean, who does a lot of different things, actually. She's a fitness model, promo model, and also a qualified naturopath, and she really, really knows her stuff. And I had her on to talk about her insight on the things that we can do physically, to I guess to improve our mental health as well as our physical health. She really knows her stuff in that area. Look, if people want to follow her, she's on social media, she's on Instagram and Facebook under Katie Jean, so go and follow her there. And also, as a qualified naturopath, she'll also be taking on new clients soon. If people are interested in connecting with her or contacting her around that contact her through her social media for now i really enjoyed this episode i'm sure other people will too so enjoy listening today i have a very special guest who's joining me for coffee in the roundabout cafe in frankston told him i'd give him a shout out (laughs) Uh, i have katie jean on to come and talk to me about uh her her area of expertise and its connection with mental health which um which I can't wait to talk to you about because it's just, yeah, this is just such a such an awesome thing to have that connection with, or uh, to provide an understanding of the connection between the physical health and mental health, which is the first time I've done it on this podcast. And, and also, I don't want to put pressure on, but like, if you're on this podcast, you're an expert, okay? <laughs> so I only have experts in this podcast. Well, that's a lovely introduction. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So I first met you yes. in 2012. and. Why I, why I came into the protein shop where you worked mm. is because um, Tanil, who I just started seeing at the time, so my wife Tanil, um, I told her how I bought protein from a protein shop around the corner, yes. and there was this, there was a guy in there, <laughs> and I'll just say that arrogance doesn't really rub off oh, okay. on me to her. Okay, it's probably and, not and the first similar story I've heard. Yeah, guess, so, yes. and, and Tanil goes, oh, you should just I'll take you to the one around the corner, and so we walked in. And you were there that day, and that's how we kind of met. And like Tanil has mm. always loved what you've done. I've always loved what you've done, and that's how we first met. Yes, it's so. quite some time ago, and yeah. I think I had only started working in that store in 2012. Oh really? And oh. you and Tanil were would have been my earlier customers oh, really? that I first served. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's it was always a good place um, to build like good rapport with customers who would actually be interested to learn, yeah. uh, take your advice, and then return back and go, hey, like what you recommended or what you what um, you know you suggested I bought, I yeah. used, and I got results, and now I'm ready to step it up to the next level. Yeah. And I remember you were doing um, like a lot of kickboxing yeah. training and yeah, stuff, and you were really serious about your recovery and getting good results. So yeah, it's some time ago now, but. Yeah, like it's, it's like how fast bloody time has gone. Oh, like, tell me about it. And even like how much things have changed, like training. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're chatting before about how much has changed for both of us. But so, from 2012, yeah. what's what's happened in your life? What what have you been involved in? Like, <laughs> is, I want you to announce it because okay. there's no way I'm gonna remember all this kind of stuff because you've yeah. had so much stuff going on. No. You've had a success in a lot of areas, but what are the areas okay. you've been involved in? Well, 2012, and I guess reflecting back to that time, um, it was probably quite a significant time. I had just started working at that particular supplement store after being at a number of other uh, sports nutrition okay. slash health food stores. Um, I started working there because I had won a fitness competition, well, a fitness modeling competition. So it was just photo based online. Yeah. Um, and I won a competition and through that company, which I'd never heard of before. And the prize was um, like a trip to the Gold Coast and a big photo shoot in a fitness magazine. Yeah. And that really marked the start or the very early days of my fitness journey. It was also the same year that I graduated um, from an advanced diploma in naturopathy. So I graduated as as a qualified naturopath Mm -hmm. um, and I was only 21 years old at the time. So (laughs) I was so keen and excited and ambitious and passionate about health and well-being. Um, But 
I think really lacked um, the life experience that can be required yeah, when okay. you're dealing with such a broad topic. Yeah, okay. Um, so since then, since 2012, well, 2013, the following year, was the first year I stepped on stage and competed um, in bikini modelling, okay. so with um, like in bodybuilding federations. Yeah. And then I continued to compete for six years following and over that, oh, yeah. the six years I did 24 competitions. Wow. So that has now since come to an end, but that was, <laughs> yes, quite a massive part um, yeah. of my journey. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the amount of time effort, energy, yeah. taxing on your mind, taxing on your body. Like, yeah. how many shows would people normally do in that time? Oh. Oh. Like, think, that's a lot, I isn't mean, it? Yeah, it, look, it really is, yeah. yeah. Um, my very first round, I did seven shows in six weeks. Um, so I really had no idea what I was in for. I really was quite a rookie at yeah. the time. Um, okay. And the competition size was nowhere near as big as what it is today. Okay. Um, you know, some of the lineups of girls, there were me and three other girls. Okay. So it was um, quite a high standard, but it was nowhere near as popular as what it is today. Okay. You can go to shows now and there are hundreds of yeah. girls and guys okay. who are competing. And what, um, do you think social media has kind of brought that out? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And yeah, like we were discussing before, like people that are, I don't know, genuine about it or just kind of, I don't know, building building an image around it. Whether, yeah. You know, like, um, some people, they're doing it for the right reasons. Some people, I guess, aren't, but yeah. I know, and you know what? I, I have definitely kind of, I guess, broken it down into two types of people when uh -huh. it comes to competitions. Um, you, they're the type um, who set this goal, they just want to get on stage, and that's fantastic. They've got this goal. Mm -hmm. It's not so much about um, the end goal, it's probably more so about the journey, and they just want to get on stage, and mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But that was not my m mindset ever. Then there's the other side, which I fall into, and it's I was competing to win mm -hmm. like there was not a chance I was going to compete if I had not put everything into it yeah. and I, I had a point to make and yeah I, I went really hard at it for a long time yeah. which is probably part of the reason why yeah. <laughs> I don't see myself going back there yeah, okay. I feel I've ticked that box um, yeah. and it was a really positive journey yeah. but my message like the, the fitness industry had such a I found toxic Reputation. Mm -hmm. um, it was very much like this idea of chicken and broccoli five times a day, mm -hmm. and excessive cardio and weights and fat burners and steroids. Yeah. And I knew. So what, the men and women. Yeah. 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 Not not necessarily always steroids for women, but uh, fat burners and extreme measures of dieting um, across the board. And I knew it never had to be that way. I always grew up athletic. Um, I always looked after myself, passionate about health and nutrition and always loved exercise so I knew it never had to be that way. Yeah. Um, and I had a few uh, trainers and coaches and PTs in the industry who I knew sort of say, oh, why, why don't you compete? And I thought, oh, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I thought, can you imagine me on stage? Like, I was so shy and really quite an introvert. I just thought, I have no you know, desire to do such a thing until somebody close said to me, almost dismissed it like, oh, you know, you would never be able to do that. Like, it's nice that these people say this, <laughs> but you would never be capable of doing it. And it wasn't a physical thing. It, it wasn't that I was never able to achieve what I guess the look that the judges needed. It was purely a mental state that I would never have the confidence okay. to get on stage and do it and that statement <laughs> changed my life so was that a friend it was a partner oh at this really point. yeah yeah oh yeah okay. yeah and i don't think like with all due respect i do not think they meant to drag me down or be i don't think they realized the impact that statement had behind it, it no i think they were just being honest like really like kate you're so shy you know, you, you don't, you don't, well, at the time they were probably right, but it was, it was, I guess, the last straw that I needed. And I thought, 
Right, okay. I, I suddenly had like this fire within and yeah. I was like, I, yeah. I, I want to do this. And it was around the same time I went to the very first Fitex when it came oh, to yeah. Melbourne, which is now the Arnold uh, Classic, yep. the Arnold Sports Festival. And I met um, my idol at the time, who is probably, um, I don't hear her name as much these days, but Erin Stern was her name. And she was like a multi-time um, Olympia, Olympia champion uh -huh. in figure competition. So her physique was insane. She always um, maintained that she was a natural athlete, yeah. um, whether that were the case or not. You know, you never really know at the end of the day. Um, but I just thought that she, I really quite rated her as, a, as an athlete and a humble human. Yeah. And then I got to meet her just randomly at this oh, yeah. FedEx competition and I said to her, wow, like I can't, you know, I love what you do. And she said, oh, uh, how, how, what about your competitions? And I said, oh, I don't compete. God, I could, <laughs> I could never do that. Like, and then she said, oh, you'd be surprised. She goes, I'm so shy. And, I, and then there was those two things and I thought, I've got to do this. And Jamie, you said this in one of your first podcasts and it really resonated with me. Yeah. If you want to be confident, you must first perform acts of confidence. Yeah. And that's what I did. I yeah. started competing because everyone thought I couldn't do it. I didn't believe I could do it. I was so scared to walk on stage. And yeah. when I got out there on stage, you shake. I remember my first comp, I was trying to smile and do my poses and my whole face was like twitching. And then I started to become so aware and self-conscious of this twitching that I started to think about it. And then it was hard to smile. Yeah. And, you know, it was not the best experience, but when I got off stage and everyone was like, wow, like, no, I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. You know, next time I was like, right, I want to twitch less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and over yeah. the journey, I, you really, it helped me to grow. Yeah, it okay. really helped me to grow a lot. Okay. It's, I was thinking about something similar the other day. Now, it's not competing on, on stage, but when, when I was, um, or any, any person, kickboxing or boxing yeah. or whatever it is the nerves oh. beforehand I'd imagine it's pretty similar uh -huh. I'd imagine but the nerves beforehand even pro to be honest with yourself it's probably even uh, they probably longer lasting because in a in a in a in the ring or in the in a cage mm. when you're when you're nervous as soon as that bell goes and you touch gloves yeah bang they're gone generally with most people they're gone yeah in the zone you're, you're in the zone because it's just like especially when you like if you want to get rid of the nerves in the ring you, you throw the first punch yeah. or kick because that's that's when you're starting to use your adrenaline that's been building yeah. up but on the stage it's a bit <laughs> different so you're probably nervous until you get off at least yeah um so it's a bit different and then then the weight i oh, mean depending really? oh, on yeah, the yeah, competition okay. the, weight, yeah. the weights between the pre-judging and the finals can sometimes be a matter of half a day oh, really? <laughs> so you're trying to kill time you're yeah. trying not to eat too much not to drink too much yeah um and just keep your feet up and relax because okay. you come back for the night show where it might be finals and if you then win that that stage yeah. you then very well could go into a pro qualifier where you have to come back out, out on the stage and pose and do it all again so it, it is prolonged nerves and yeah, probably okay. you know partly strengthening for your confidence yeah. but i guess um <laughs> might might not be the best for your nervous system at the end of the day who knows yeah well <laughs> i i think that's what i was thinking about like it's that nerves before some kind of event oh. it's far worse so those nerves beforehand i would i would rather jump in the ring and get knocked out mm. than have to experience those nerves mm. because that you'll wake up and you'll be all right but the nerves it was the nerves were like so bad yeah, they keep you awake at night yeah oh yeah like the, the night before you were you were right the week leading up to it they started to build up yeah. and the night before wasn't great but that yeah. that two hours or hour before or that day oh yeah <laughs> you know what, I really noticed during over this time, and it was my mum who pointed it out to me, yeah. and it's a funny thing, and I've held on to it since, in with all different aspects, so with exams and uni students or yeah. different events, weddings, whatever it may be, people say, oh my God, you're so excited, how are you feeling? You must be so nervous. And I think, yeah, shit, I am. I am. <laughs> and then after, I really, especially working in that supplement shop and people come in and 
you know, they're talking to you about fitness, it's fitness, 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 like, so that's, that's the reputation I developed and, you know, people wanted to know when I was competing or when the shows were and people would come along and, you know, follow the comps and they'd go, oh, are you nervous? And I really got over it. I got to the point where I, where I started to think, are you trying to throw yeah, me off okay. here? Like, okay. but, and then I realised, no, they're not. That's just the way we speak. That's, yeah, okay. that's what we do. Yeah. And I, I changed my, my responses and I still do it to this yeah, day. Okay. If okay. someone says, oh, wow, are you nervous? I go, no, nah, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and I am nervous. Yeah, I'm very yeah, nervous. Yeah. But I'm excited. And I think it's such a big thing that it's like, this is where I think the affirmations come in. I, I think, therefore I am. Yeah. And that's such a big thing, and that's similar to what you said. If you want to be confident, you must first perform yeah, yeah, acts okay. of confidence. Yeah, yeah. You are what, what, you, what you tell yourself. Yeah. yeah, so I was interviewing someone the other day, and that ties into something that they said. So there's a part of the brain and I for some reason can't remember what it is, but there's a part of your brain that filters out sort of things. Yes, this okay. is a podcast I listen to. Yeah. I think you're number nine podcast. Yeah, number it nine. Is. So yes. it was um, Tash Adamovich talking yes. about it. It's a something, something, reticulate something in the brain. Anyway, yeah. I'll find out and I'll talk about it in the intro um, or at the end. <laughs> but it filters out certain things. And so where I can relate this to myself, mm. and I hope I don't want to go off topic too much, and you're definitely not. You're oh, doing great. Well, okay. We could but, so easily do that. There's so much to talk but, about. So for, for so much of my life, I thought I was not good enough. And I'm talking an unconscious kind of a belief because I, if I believed I'm not good enough, if I believed it, well, then it's I'm safe when someone else thinks it. Yeah, you get in and first. So, yeah, I get in first. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm talking like only recently did I kind of realise that this was a thing. And yeah. so... Um, and so for years I was obviously filtering only information mm. that kind of reinforced that. Yeah. That whether that was positive or negative, that's what I was yeah. what, what what I was doing. If that's what's on your radar, that's yeah. what what your what you notice. Yeah. And so like but I, I don't I didn't think I was realize I didn't realise I was actually doing that because but I like I, I obsess about things and that's how I change but what I was probably doing was obsessing about it yeah. the wrong way yeah rather than looking for things to reinforce the opposite I was reinforcing for that and I'd go of well course. that person won't oh, that person won't like me for some reason or this won't happen for me for some reason yeah. like I'm a positive person as you know you're, you're, mm. like I've, I've always been positive but mm -hmm. there was just an underlying thing that I had about myself yeah like I've, I've got a great outlook on the world I've always had a great outlook no matter what like I've been resilient positive no matter yeah. what's happening but there was just a thing about myself I wasn't positive about um, and there was just a thing I just that was just a thought mm. and I'm like why am I thinking like that anyway but that's what I was doing I was filtering only information that kind of yeah. around myself that, that even kind of though the other that. staff the positive would have still would have been, been there, there but you were ignoring yeah. that and you know what when I listened to your podcast this morning I listened to number nine this morning yeah and I thought wow that's such a fair point we do have this filter in our brain that needs to digest yeah. um, different information because we can't possibly take on every yeah. single stimulus that there yeah. is like yeah. it's not possible yeah um, and I thought of it in a really simple everyday way that it happens and it's like for example when I years ago adopted a greyhound I had never seen greyhounds around and then the day I adopted my greyhound Leo suddenly even to this day I see greyhounds everywhere <laughs> and I guarantee the greyhounds were always there yeah, but now okay. they're That's, on my radar that is a great it's like when I bought yeah, my, my car right. I got a white car and I thought <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get white because everybody has silver <laughs> no now <laughs> all I see everyone has white I and I'm sure every, yeah I've got a white car you got a white car <laughs> <laughs> and I feel well, like maybe white no. cars are more common Tanil's got a white car you see me drive and get off the road <laughs> Um, yeah, it's funny uh, that, isn't it? I, I just I love I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like even though it's, it was pointing out to me that I was yeah. doing the wrong thing, but it's just like yeah. Oh, and this is the thing. Stuff. My grandma used to say, "Always look on the bright side of life," and yeah. I think that really is what it breaks down to. Yeah. Like if if you're looking for or feeling, you know, a bit negative and about this certain aspect within yourself and then yeah. you hear your ears prick up and you hear that directed at you and yeah. then that reinforces that and you, it's, it all starts with us. We can only be responsible yeah. for ourselves and yeah. we need to change your mindset and focus on the bright side 
look for the good in things and yeah. if you are positive and offer positive then you will attract that yeah, in return. Yeah, exactly. And it's not this hoodoo voodoo spiritual wacky nah. thing. Nah. It's real. If you look for the good in things, it's there. Yeah. Well, I think that's what I had to learn about very recently. I'm talking particularly in maybe the last three to five years mm. of finding it in myself because I was great at doing it outside. Just like, what, 11 years ago, developed the vision impairment. Mm -hmm. And not one second of that was I ever negative about it. Not yeah. once. Not once did I ever say, why me, or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm talking within like a month, I'd probably gone, uh, even to the point where I, I still thought at that time that I was going to say nothing because that's what I was told by people originally. Wow. I would like, okay, this is happening. Not once. I, the only thing that I was down about, I'm like, uh, who's going to want me now? That kind of stuff. Okay. But I, I never like, or how am I going to meet someone now? Because I was single at the time. But I never said anything like, why is this happening to me? Never. So what I, and the point of me saying that yeah. is because I like the outside world, I can turn into something that's positive, completely positive. Like, I, yeah. you know, but when it came to me, yeah. different story. So that's yeah. what I'm saying to learn. That shows so much resilience though, well, Jamie, because it's such a great attitude to have. And I think it's so true um, when you say that the day you lost you were told you're going to lose your vision yeah. was the day that you woke up yeah, and, and, and you, about, and you yeah. saw you know mm. things properly mm. and just really fortunate like it's just there's still that day yeah well, not, it wasn't necessarily even the day but that that time like and I was thinking about this today because I actually saw a chiropractor today mm. who helped me out at that time yeah um and, and his sister helped me out in a lot of different ways. And Dr. Ian, you're going to be on this. I'm, I'm going to be interviewing you soon. Um, but at that time, although maybe because of my outlook, a significant thing was happening, yes. all right? And significant sure. thing was happening. There was something that was happening at that time for the positive as well. There was like an awakening that was happening. So like I was almost overwhelmed by a lot of things that were happening. So there was the vision side, but there's yep. also this, this positive awakening that was yep. happening as well that I had no choice yep. over. <laughs> it was happening, like, that's why I say the universe did it. Yeah. The universe Absolutely. started it. And because it wanted me to. And maybe the warning signs for in different ways and for whatever was going on, maybe they were there early days and you chose to look the other way and, and persevere yeah. and, until it said wake up Jamie yeah, exactly. this, this yeah. is what you, yeah. you know the the hand you've been yeah served yeah yeah exactly like it's that I, like I'm I'm lucky yeah to have had it happen yeah. I like the people maybe people don't really understand why why that is but I mean anyone that's been through something that would, would yeah. understand like, I think it's almost like one of those reality checks as yeah. well where yeah. you go hang on a minute I'm so lucky for yeah. everything I have yeah. and I'm really gonna make the most of this but I think your resilience and your attitude towards it all is very admirable what I was just talking about before about I guess my opinion of myself mm. is where I want to help others see what there's what their opinion of themselves is built yeah. on. Because mine was built on, uh, I guess, what others treat me like, what others thought I was, yeah. that they should treat me like back in the day, just like everybody else. Yeah. Some people get lucky, some people don't. Yeah. I, I, I was, or not, not even, no, that's too dichotomous. Not so much lucky or not. It's more about, I was I brought up in a world where maybe people that, brought me up didn't think enough about themselves so they didn't know how to help a child no. flourish thinking about yeah. themselves or creating confidence creating self yeah. if they didn't know well how are they going to teach someone yeah. else yeah well know? that's it and we're only human and um you know right or wrong i think a lot of the time people are only trying to do their best and mm. that's what we learn and i guess that's probably what you've developed now that you're a dad like mm. you've learned things of what to do and what not to yeah, do exactly. as well yeah and I'm probably I'm learning how to have peace yes. with parents. <laughs> I'm learning. I have got you on here to mainly discuss your new profession. Okay. Which is yes. Wow, exciting. Well, so you tell me about it. It's na okay. na how do you say it? naturopath. 
naturopath. Okay. So I am a qualified naturopath. Yep. I graduated the from an advanced diploma of the year. I met you yeah, in yep. 2012. Yep. Um, I loved it, but I was so overwhelmed by how broad the topic is, how much knowledge you really do need to have. Like a naturopath is basically um, we we you can see a naturopath for any health condition mm -hmm. similar to if you went and saw your doctor or healthcare practitioner with an illness or um, wanting to improve your health in some way we will work with um, diet and lifestyle factors uh, educate on more wholesome nutrition rather than I guess strict diets yep. Um, and at times where it's required can offer herbal medicine, um, nutritional medicine such as vitamins and minerals, supplements, etc. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really a holistic approach. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have, for example, anxiety, mm -hmm. you might benefit from something such as education on lifestyle factors and routines you can bring into your daily life mm -hmm. is like a breathwork technique to manage your anxiety yep. anxiety rather than just waking up and supplementing and being medicated yep. to to downplay those symptoms yeah. yeah yeah so it's really the philosophy is about getting to the the root yep. of the cause okay um, and fixing that to maintain homeostasis and maintain a balanced level of health. Okay. Not just doing something to cover up the symptoms. Yeah. Okay. Because quite often that can lead to adverse side effects in yeah. another way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. Okay. I, I love that you brought up anxiety. Because mm. that would be definitely. The two out of let's say anxiety, the depression are the two kind of the major buzzwords for around mental health. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. and and I in my so my um, oh, not just my uh, mine and a lot of other people's view whether they differ from other people or um, no, I'm sure they might differ from a lot of other people, but like I, I own mine, and 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 I, and I don't think anxiety or depression should be measured on how much you suffer from them. No. But they are sometimes by yeah. people. Some people say, "Well, I suffer from this," and yeah. so and so that's almost a way of saying, "Well, like mine's mine's really bad." Yeah. So I've got to do this. Yeah. But it's but I, I don't think that yeah. like mental health as well as physical health it takes energy and it Absolutely. takes effort, um, and yeah, it takes a lot of learning as well. Mm. But I like I um, I think what that means is we're we're in control. Yeah. Yes, yes, there is people with certain conditions. Um, where it is a lot harder. Yeah, I mean, there can certainly be, um, I guess, like a chemical yeah, imbalance. Yep, yeah, yep. And that's But a lot of the time, and even if that is the case, there are so many things really? in our power okay. that we can adapt yep. and adopt yep. to improve our overall well being and especially just a more positive mental state. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that that's the thing I want to. Mm. I'm trying to uh, put it put it into words where I'm, because <laughs> like I've I've had that way of thinking for so long, but uh, like I, I don't want to be uh, too aggressive about it because that's mm. just been in my personality. Be like you know you really, that's in it's in your control. You gotta you know but but it's not <laughs> tough love only works sometimes. Yeah, so well, but because <laughs> there's also different levels of obviously like. Of mental health and how much it can affect you, and like obviously, um, well, there's so many different ways that it can display itself. Yeah, you know? and there's also different levels of coping mechanisms people have, yeah. and so I don't have certain coping mechanisms that people have. Yeah. Of, um, I don't want to get too heavy, but suicidal ideation, yes. I don't have that. Yes. So it's it is just not in my DNA to no. have it. It could be in someone else's, and the difference is it's in it's either. Um, it's in your way of thinking or, or it's not. It's not a strength thing, it's not yeah. a weakness thing. Because of people that have experienced um, or, or undertaken some kind of self-harm, mm. they've, they've been strong people in a lot of different it's ways. Totally. Um, so it's not, a, it's not a weakness thing. No. But, but I, I do think that most, most mental health 
general mental health to, from for the average person that doesn't have chemical imbalances, mm. or even if they do, as you said, there's still some way, but most of, most of it is in control of what we do. Uh, yeah, totally. And the thing yeah. is, something, and I had this conversation only very recently um, with someone close to me, and they were advised something that was almost like one of those statements that really shook them up and mm -hmm. made them realise, you know, just wake up. And they were told that most people feel this way at some point. Mm. So even if it is, you know, the black dog and you can't get out of bed and mm. you're in a very depressed state, I mean, you don't have to have suicide ideation to be diagnosed with depression. Mm. You can be suffer from depression in, in different ways. Yeah. And it also, if, if you do suffer from anxiety, depression, basically, you know, these forms of mental health issues, it doesn't ha even need to be a consistent daily thing. Mm. You can have, you know, highs and lows, and that's uh, that's something I think people it's becoming more common, commonly aware now. Yeah. Um, then it can come and go, and there are highs and lows. But something really important is when to remember when you are struggling, everyone, most people, will experience this at some point. Mm. It's very common, yeah. and it it doesn't mean it's going to last. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think then, say using anxiety as an mm. example, what do you think, what would most people be doing to their bodies do you think that you see or are aware of, like uh, in what you do that would be causing? Okay, I'll put my naturopath hat on. Yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, um, look, a massive, massive part when it comes to anxiety is um, the diet, Yeah. whether it be uh, caffeine based, uh -huh. uh, skipping meals, I mean caffeine based can come in the form of you know, too many coffees a day. And you don't necessarily need to be drinking six plus coffees a day to be having too much. Yeah. I know for my size and weight and nervous system tolerance that one coffee a day is good, okay. two is okay. okay, and some days that's pushing it. Okay. So it's, everyone's tolerance will be different there. Yeah. But uh, basically overstimulating your nervous system with caffeine. Yeah. Now that can also come into the form of pre-workout supplements, okay. fat burners, yeah. um, overstimulating the nervous system can also uh, come in through different party drugs, things like that yeah. for people who are um, using any substances. Yeah. Um, diet, so uh, high, higher sugar intake. Yeah. Um, you might not even realise that you, or you might not think that you're binging on lollies or anything like that, but yeah. maybe perhaps you're skipping meals. Yeah. Perhaps you're not having, you know, the regular meals and the wholesome nutrients so that when you are eating, it's more refined processed carbohydrates that yeah. is spiking your blood sugar level and then crashing. Yeah. That definitely stimulates um, okay. anxiety symptoms. Okay. A massive one when it comes to depression, and this is so common like yeah. with the elderly, okay. is dehydration. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Your brain and your body needs, just to be hydrated, needs water to function healthily. And think of how many of you know the older generation yeah. drink maybe a few cups of tea. Yeah, but not water. And not water. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what, so I'm I'm 37, male. Mm. What what do I need to drink water wise? What am I supposed to drink? The, there is a calculation, and it's just a rule of thumb. I believe it's a 1.8 to 2.2. Hmm, I'm gonna have to find the measurement. I reckon that's right. I'll, I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it somewhere. Uh, is it? And you times that by your body weight, okay. and that will give you uh, how many milliliters okay. of water. It's generally about two liters. Yeah, something. That, that's what I was thinking. Um, that's what I'd heard. Yeah. Plus one litre per hour of exercise oh, really? you're doing, plus one cup, so 250 ml of water per coffee or tea okay. that you're drinking. Okay. Because tea and coffee, um, even though, you know, is mostly made up of water, yeah. it contains tannins, which, and um, basically like, they dehydrate. They dehydrate, yeah. yeah. I've, I've lost the word. I'm Is it, isn't it like, what are they? They're a diuretic. Diuretic, that's <laughs> And uh, yeah, uh, so I was actually, I was going to mention this to you. So like in the morning now, so I get up at say 4, 4.30 to do study in the morning. That's too early for me to put the coffee machine yeah. on because Cleo's bed 
my daughter's bed is right near the, um, the room. Good, so keep I, the coffee machine there because it is too early. But I've got to, <laughs> I've been bad, right? So what I do is I take half a scoop of pre-workout to wake me up. Oh gosh. So I know, I know that's bad, right? I feel sorry. I was, I was like I'm in a, um, in a, in a confession booth, right? Oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, um, but it, like, because I've just kind of started doing those really early mornings, it's been helping. But yeah. I need, I know, I need to get off that. I don't know what I could do. Maybe I can. I don't know. I've got to figure out something. But um, you I know, know that's what I've been good. doing lately, um, and I, and it started a similar way. I just found that I was waking up and I'd be like, drag myself out of bed and yeah. go, oh, like, and that's not not unlike me. Normally, I bounce out of bed and I'm good to go. Yeah. But I was sort of like, oh, you know, where's where's the coffee? And I thought, what's going on with me? Like, I'm becoming a bit too reliant on this. And yeah, okay. I, if you th if I think about it holistically, like, it's it's nice to wake up, ease out of bed you know do some stretches and start ease into your day like mm -hmm. like it's not ideal to wake up and go bang like here's a shot of caffeine like your nervous system's buzzing um, because then you've got to get through the whole day like that so I, I woke up and I was trying to just have um, a big glass of water yeah. sometimes I find it's almost like it makes me feel a bit sick like sometimes yeah. it's too early to have a, a whole lot of water yeah but um there's these like vegetable broths that you can get and i found a really good one which was fodmap friendly in a um like a brown paper ziploc bag it was powder form and i mixed that up with warm water and it was like it was the nicest start to my day and it was like drinking i guess chicken and oh, pea really? soup okay. or something like that okay. um and it wasn't like a too strong a flavour, but it has a whole daily dose of your vegetables and vitamins and okay. minerals in there. And I felt fantastic starting yeah, really? my day that way. So maybe I can find this product. Is there a vegan one? Uh, this one is, yeah, yeah, this one oh, is vegan great. friendly. So it's based oh, really? off like a bone broth, but it's a vegetable broth. This oh, that's one. cool. That's yeah, really great. Yeah. I, look, I, I know if there's one thing about me, my body adjusts really quick. If I, if I, I could, yeah, if I've somehow got to minimise the caffeine in the morning, I know I can do it. But it would, like starting off at like these early morning study uh, study sessions, mm. I needed something. Mm. So um, once I'm in that in that um, routine, yeah. I can I can start to adjust. Yeah. It. But it was great to start off with yeah. like um, anyway. Yeah. So. We should cover um, some routines and rituals and exactly. things that we can do that so what, help with anxiety and mental health. Because I know I myself, I've got a list of things that I do daily, cool. daily to maintain that for myself. That's great. Um, so what, tell, I, tell us about what do you do to maintain <laughs> balance in, in, kind of in your mental yeah, health? Yeah, look, um, I mean, I help so many patients with different mental health issues. Um, but I'm still only human myself and have struggled here and there with my own mental health. Yeah. Um, but I think what's most important is that I need to maintain a really great mindset to be able to help anybody else. So these are things that I have adopted into my lifestyle, almost rituals. And of course, there are days that I, I you know, forget or I fall out, you know, off the bandwagon and yeah. I, I get out of the routine or habit. But overall, I've found some things that I found really helpful, and I have taught these techniques to a lot of my patients mm -hmm. over the years. And I think overall, like whether it's only one bit of this that might help, but hopefully there's something that yeah. might help someone. Yeah. Um, the first thing I do in the morning is when I wake up, um, just try and I almost think of it like bed yoga. <laughs> and I just spend, even if, I mean, the longer the better, but even if it's just a minute before you get up, just try and stretch. So like I'll pop, you know, bend my knee and, um, you know, try and stretch out my quads and okay. just try and stretch to start movement before I jump up. Yeah. Before I pick up my phone, I've got, um, these little books of affirmations mm -hmm. and some of them it's um, like a different affirmation for every day of the year so I open it to today's date okay. and I read the affirmation and it's just a really positive little quote yeah. and it sets the tone for my day and it sounds really wanky and sometimes hard people go oh whatever like that's <laughs> pathetic but really truly when I do it it does set my mood for the day yeah. and and I think I can often will reflect back to the quote at some point during the day something will happen and I go haha -ha, yeah, okay. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen yeah. so that's it I find that really helpful yeah. um, 
and that's before I pick up my phone and get bombarded with emails or open social media yeah, okay. or you know just get sucked into that vortex. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, from there. It's um, meditation as well. I think you're into. Yeah. 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 Um, Same as me. Yes, big time, big time. Okay. So I try to start my morning. Um, I've got uh, my own routine, which is quite. Um, it's a personal routine mm -hmm. that I've been trained by an, an energy healer on what to do. And oh, really? it's basically on how to ground myself okay. and find my heart space yeah. and tap into an internal world where uh -huh. it's still. So I try to do that each morning uh -huh. and I work that in with the um, breathing technique. So I yeah. as well use the box technique, yeah. which is, as you've described, yeah. breathe in for a certain amount of time hold your breath for a certain amount of time, breathe out for a certain amount of time. And it's interesting through your podcast that I've listened to so far, there's been two other people who have brought this up oh, really? as well. Uh, the, was it Kay? Yeah, Kay Watts. Yes. Yeah. And um, uh, the girl who had... Oh, yes, the, yeah, that's right. And Bonnie. Bonnie, Bonnie as well. Bonnie. Yeah. yeah. She spoke about that as a, especially for her like kind of high-level mental health yes. issues that she was going through as being something yeah. that helped ground her as well. And I found it really interesting just, you know, in these few podcasts that... Hey, thanks it's for listening quite, to all my episodes. Come on, no, no, it's, you are making a difference. You, uh, I mean, you're helping me and I've tuned in um, because you've contacted me for this interview and I thought, this is fantastic. I, yeah. you know, I want to know the content we're talking yeah, about, okay, yeah, but cool. I will continue to listen oh, moving forward because nice. I, I find it really positive. Well, that's what pretty much, I've just set this up, so I've got one more listeners so yeah. that's pretty much yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is another thing that I try to add to my routine as well um, sometimes listening to music's great and I think that's um, really positive too but yeah. sometimes if it's just ads and trash mm -hmm. you know I find it best to tune into a podcast yeah okay. and there are so many podcasts you know available and in, in different areas yeah. whether it be yeah. um, mindset or I tune into a lot of health-based podcasts okay. as well yeah um, but I find that kind of just snaps me out of any comparison minds mindset or okay. you know I just it makes me feel really motivated yeah um, okay. Have you heard of Wim Hof? Yeah, I have. Do you do it? I've never, well, do you need to do it underwater? In the shower <laughs> you can do it, yeah. Oh, can cold, you really? cold shower. It's okay. bloody hard. Okay, so yeah. it's definitely something I need to look more into. Yeah, yeah. So, and look, I'm no Wim Hof expert. I've downloaded the app. He's oh, really? all about breathing techniques as well. Okay. Part of the app is free. Um, so if people just want to give it a go, okay. you can download, I guess, the basics of it for free. Um, but essentially, Wim Hof is the Iceman yeah. and he is all about cold yeah. and building resilience in cold water yeah. or cold environments and climate and yeah. breathing breath work. Okay. Um, but the best way that you, I guess the everyday person can uh, bring that into their life mm -hmm. is to try and finish your shower with it as cold as it goes yeah. Yeah. for as long as you can. It's hard. Oh, yeah. When you yeah, first absolutely. do it, I think I could only do five seconds. And then the next yeah. day, yeah. I aimed for six seconds. Okay. And now, I, I mean, you know what really is, determines the length of how long I can hold it for yeah. is depending how on the weather on the day. Yeah, if it's okay. hot, oh, it's so much easier. Oh, but oh, when it's yeah. cold, it's yeah. harder to do. But there's something about that where you really it almost builds i guess a bit of mental resilience oh, absolutely and then and i start to think oh far out like it's tough but i think if i can do this nothing's gonna no, get harder nothing. that's gonna be the hardest part of your yeah, day yeah <laughs> so i was doing that last year right. this, this time last year and, I, and I, I it's too easy for me to do in the summer yeah because as you say yeah um, and because like i was for like 99% of the population, or maybe 100% of the population last year, we needed to do some things, certainly uh, for our mental health. Yes. And um, and that was one we of the things... We all branched I'll, out a bit, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. Tried something new. And, um, and I needed something to help snap me out of kind of a bit of a, I don't know, this this thing that, that I was going through. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I've used that for a long time, so I developed um, cold showers. I'm not developed. I started cold showers uh -huh. when I was kickboxing. Great. Oh, uh, recovery. Yeah, well, hot, no, hot no, no. Therapy? Get me in the zone in the week wow. before. Okay, cool. Um, because it was, yeah, that was one of those things. Recovery, because yeah, it definitely. Because fires you up. Well, because right? it, it's like, 
I've got to be doing things that my opponent's not. Yeah. And and, and even just as you say, like you start off, um, have the warm one first, but because because I've uh, sorry, have the have have a warm water first, then yes. go into the cold. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yes. Because I've I've done it for a while now. That's um, I'm I'm too hard on myself now. I need to like jump in cold. Yeah. It is the quickest Maybe shower you you'll the ever have. Ice bath. <laughs> I, I yeah, actually ice bath kind of that, man that'd be tough. Oh. Cold shower is tough. It's it, it's it actually and it's funny because it's yeah. hey, Wim Hof talks about um or is about breathing. It's like yeah. that actually starts affecting your breathing where you're like <gasps> it does. And the, but that's where you then will tap in and try yeah. to control control that. Yeah, I was okay. in Bali on a bit of a soul searching journey a couple okay. of years ago and I got stuck there for a long time because of a volcano eruption. I was there by oh, myself. Really? And I found a place, I think it's called Ammo, I can't remember anymore. Okay. And it's in Changu, and it's basically a casual um, retreat, like a day spa, where they have um, the hot, cold contrast therapy. They've got salt baths with Epsom salts, mm -hmm. and they've got the ice yeah. baths as well. Basically an ice drop that yeah. you hop into. And, oh, I have always been like, of that person who has cold hands and feet. I crave the warmth. I find it cold, off-putting. Yeah. But when I was there, I was so in awe of these guys yeah, who okay. could maintain staying in there for like 15 minutes. Yeah. I think it'd kill me if I did that. But I gave it a crack, and yeah. the first time I hopped in, I had to climb straight out. Oh, it really? was so damn cold. Okay. Um, but then I tried and tried again, and. The, the longest I stayed in was only a few minutes, but that time was the easiest because a guy came over to try and help and he just distracted me and started talking about oh, really? where you're yeah, from, okay. what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. So I talked about travel and then he goes, he laughed and he goes, you've been in for five minutes, you didn't even know. And I was like, wow. So I thought the power of the mind, like if you can distract yourself or from it or you train yourself to get through it yeah. it's doable like yeah, you, you can the mind is very powerful so mm. i'm not even sure how long we have been going for these these people are going to kick us out i'm sure yeah. sometime soon all right but, we'll wrap up the rituals we'll wrap up so if you were to leave the listeners with not necessarily one thing but like that's oh. i'm not going to put you on the spot with one thing but it's like what, I guess I can frame it to you another mm. way. What What is it about what you do? And I guess even even being in the industry for as long as what you've been in, uh -huh. in nutrition and health and what you do now, what what motivates you? What drives you to, to, to do what you do? To get through your study, to get through your work and do, you know work with people. What, what uh, is it that you want to put out there for people? I think my motivation stems from my passion. Okay. I am passionate about health and wellness yeah. and the human body. I just find it fascinating. I love learning um, and I love educating. I love being able to share that with people and help people, even if it's one person and they just take one little bit, you know, from anything that I could offer. Mm -hmm. I find that rewarding, so that's what keeps me going. But there is one one thing that I have found quite life-changing that I do without doubt every mm -hmm. single night. And yeah. if I'm to leave with anything, I would probably like it to be this. Yeah, okay. And this falls back into the rituals. And every single night when I go to bed, regardless on how stressful the day might have been, might, yeah. might have been yeah. or how amazing it was, or whatever the situation, I lie in bed at night and I take a deep breath and I go, I am so happy and grateful now that. Okay. And I count all my blessings that I possibly can. Yeah. And I generally fall asleep while I'm really? thinking of everything I'm happy for in okay. my life. It just switches my mind off and puts me okay. at ease. And I think if you can try to adapt or form some part of gratitude in your life, you will find that you have a more positive outlook yeah. on the world rather than looking at everything you don't have you count your blessings and be yeah. grateful for everything you do have and it, it also I, I've developed that to the point where I start to almost show gratif gratitude for the things I might not actually be doing yet you know I, I'm, gr I'm grateful for my successful business mm -hmm. which is at the moment up and coming it's yeah. not quite established but yeah. I'm, I'm you know manifesting that yeah. that's what I'm grateful for yeah. and I That's think, really cool advice. Yeah, I, I hope that 
that can help or just at least make the world a bit of a happier place if yeah. people, okay. people are happy for everything that they have. So that's great. One of the things, I, so I, I went to the chiropractor today so Dr. Ian Rossborough, you did an amazing job. Mm -hmm. job. The biggest crack I've ever had, it was, so, <laughs> it was so good. But I said to him, look, I'm, I'm interviewing a naturopath today and I, and I want to talk about, I want to talk about the connection between mental health and physical health. And I yeah. said, I just, what's the word, there's a thing, like, what is the connection? And he goes, well, what we talk about, or how he talk about it is the flow. The flow between, I guess, the mental health and the, uh, and the physical health. So there's things we can do for our, um, for our mental health by thing about um, things we can do physically, and the things we can do for physical health by things we can do mentally, yeah. um, and like both impact each other, positive, negatively, mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I wanted to get you on. Sure. So because I, like I know also, um, I've like I, I like talking about things I've been, uh, I've experienced in some way. Mm -hmm. So I've been to the naturopath too early on when I was a teenager. I didn't know why I was going there. My mum was taking me, <laughs> yeah. but I was. Uh, I've, like so, I've, I'm having people on or experts on because I've experienced it. And I'm yeah. going to have more experts experts on in other things I've experienced. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to have you on today. Yeah. Well, and thank so, you. You're hey. um, just adding to that. Kay, who you interviewed, yeah. she touched on this as well, and the way she worded it, I thought, ah, oh, that that makes sense in layman's terms. Mm -hmm. So in her, for her, meditation physically strengthens the nervous system. Mm -hmm. It physically makes it stronger yeah. and more resilient. Yeah. Without that, if the nervous system is weaker, it, you know, it might impact your hormonal response. For females, that might be painful periods or infertility. And yeah. for males, it could be, you know, all different things as well. Yeah. But that explained it, I thought, in a way that it shows something, I guess, mentally relaxing that you can do, such as meditation, mm. how it can impact you physically. Yeah. It, it really does strengthen your nervous system. Yeah, and maybe, I think, mm. I, I don't know if that's out there enough, so if even just by this podcast and help <laughs> get it out there. <laughs> You know, that's that's why I wanted to get you on yeah. and hopefully people listen to it. But you've been fantastic. Thank I knew you. you'd be fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I think you're doing a really wonderful thing. Well, thank so, you so much. Thanks yeah, for coming I appreciate on. it. I hope you all enjoyed that episode with Katie Jean as much as what I did recording it. I think she was an absolutely fantastic guest. Remember, if you want to find her or contact her, she's on social media under Katie Jean on Instagram, Facebook. You'll be able to find her there. Uh, and also just remember before you look up using the services of someone like a naturopath like Katie or even for more mental health stuff uh, using services of a psych or counsellor or therapist or whatever always see your GP first they're always your best first point of call thank you so much for listening if you would like to connect with me in some way or contact me or send me feedback I'm on Instagram and Facebook under the mind tradie i'm on spotify you can follow me there i'm on apple you can subscribe there and give me a five star review if you like what you're hearing uh, that would be absolutely fantastic i look forward to chatting with you next time